welcome to Say It With Your Whole Chest, the podcast. I'm your host, Jess, also known as the Fat Funny One Online, and welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first episode, then welcome. And if you are listening again, then welcome back. This podcast is basically real conversations with real people about real topics. It's an opportunity for people to say what they want with their whole chest. We're going to talk about what people stand for, what they believe in, what they feel strongly about. And we're going to discuss it. We're going to have open conversations and sometimes about topics that maybe not everybody wants to talk about. This week, I am so overjoyed. I had two incredible guests, Callie and Lauren. You might not know who they are if you've been living under a rock, but they are two incredible plus-size bloggers who share their confidence, body confidence and self-love journeys online. They are amazing and I have just had the honour and pleasure of knowing them for some time now. They have got together and created an incredible safe space online called The Confidence Corner and we talk we talk about it, we talk about everything, we talk about all sorts, we talk about fat phobia, we talk about body confidence, we talk about what it's like when maybe all your friends are smaller than you, how do you navigate those feelings. Callie even reveals some secrets about a, a menu on Nando's that we didn't know about. Whatever it is, we talk about it here and I really hope you enjoy this episode. It was such an incredible chat, a real honest conversation and if there is something that has sparked something in you and you want to talk about it too, then don't forget to hit me up on the email address down below in the description bar. It was an absolute joy to do this episode and I hope you feel like you are with a bunch of friends having a good old chat. Thank you again for tuning in and happy listening. Hello, so I am joined by Lauren and Kelly. Hello. Hiya. Oh my gosh, I love you two so much. I also love doing this bit because we act like we haven't been talking for like half an hour. Yeah, literally, solid. <laughs> Covered loads of topics as well, haven't we? I know. Having a good old chinwag. So, ladies, I love you both. Everyone would have listened to the intro of me bigging you up and saying how much I love you. But for those who don't know you, which I find really hard, please do just tell us a little bit about yourself. Callie, you go first. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, this is always so hard. I never know what <laughs> so to say. So awkward, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I just feel like, what do I say? And I'm like, you know, creator extraordinaire. No, um, <laughs> digital, what do I say? I don't even know what to say. Honestly, I genuinely don't know what to say about myself. I work in the digital space. I started a diet diary in 2012. And that's how I got into writing blogs and getting into the media and doing all that sort of stuff. And I've just basically been like an advocate for like self-love, body positivity, confidence, and all those good things. And that is how I met Lauren and how we became together working on the Confidence Corner. So, yeah. Yay, and Lauren. That was lush, babe. Thanks. So, so, I'm, <laughs> so I'm Lauren. Um, do you know what? I'm going to call us entrepreneurs because we are oh, yeah. entrepreneurs yes. now. We so are. I'm Lauren, aka Kirby Roma. I am you know a plus size influencer started my career in fashion moved over to influencer marketing which is what I do in the background a lot of the time um very into like the body positivity movement have obviously come on this huge self-love journey from being you know absolutely hating my body to accepting it more and I love empowering women as does Callie and we have like she said joined forces to create the confidence corner membership which is coming soon and we'll be talking about soon 
I'm so excited. And isn't it funny how, because everyone always assumes, and I don't know if you girls have the same, like that you've always been as confident as you are. Mm. And so people always say like, oh, well, it's all right for you because you're already confident. But like you both, I've been on a massive journey. Like you can, I didn't even realise you started that. I started my Instagram as a Slimming World page. Um, and I-, <laughs> <laughs> I had to laugh because it's the same. That's why I did my muscle yeah. Slimming World. So cringe. I was, was called Slimming in the City, babes. How cringe can you actually get? <laughs> literally mine was i think mine was i can't i think mine was jess underscore sw something ridiculous i used to sell diet products back in like early sorry guys like i know i hate myself for it now like but that's the toxic like diet industry that i was so sold into the mm-hmm. was, all of us know, were i was always going to be like oh, i was going to be more of a person like i was going to be more acceptable more beautiful more understood if I looked you know if I was like a size 10 like it's madness like it's madness but we've all been there and we've all been on that exact same journey and then you get to a point where you're like oh I'm 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 losing weight and then not losing weight I'm actually not feeling any better about myself whether I do lose or not It, it just becomes this vicious cycle of like everything was just determined by this tiny little box that just had a set of numbers on it. Yeah. Ridiculous. And then I would watch, and I remember watching people who were on this journey online as well, get to their goal weight and then be like, oh, I'm still really unhappy. And I'd be like, well, you know what? <laughs> yeah. What can I then? Yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. just eating salad for like, and green stuff for like all this time. And you've got to yeah. the end and you're like, no, I'm, I'm still not happy. And I thought, well, it must not be anything to do with my weight then. Because yeah. if everyone's losing weight, getting to their goal weight, this figure they had in the mind, and they're still not happy, then there's yeah. something else here, surely. Absolutely. And I was, we were speaking about this the other day. I was talking about how I was looking back at pictures of when I was 17 on a girl's holiday to Magaluf with my friends from school, right? And honestly, I thought that I was huge on that holiday. And I actually like had lads in Magaluf like make fun of me and, and whatnot. I looked at the picture the other day and I was like, are you actually having a laugh or what? <laughs> I was in, like, I was in short shorts and my legs were like to my neck. Like, I was like, what's going on? Like, I just, I think it was like very mad to see it because it was like complete mm. example of dysmorphia about yeah. how it's nothing to do with what you look like, but everything about how you feel. Mm. And like, you could be any size and if your mind's not right, then that's what's messed up. And like, you know, we, as Lauren and I both spoke about, you know, we think it's really important in this industry to accept like body autonomy and accept that people want to lose weight or whatever, do whatever, whatever health journey they want. But we just want to encourage that people do that from a place of love mm. and they do it from a place of kindness. And to the point where they're also able to take the blinkers off of the things that you don't really realize until someone tells you like how messed up sometimes these diet cultures are like with Simon world you can't have an avocado because it's like so high in sins or you drink a shake or a tea and like all those sorts of things that we used to sell into why they're toxic yeah. it's different from making i think different from making choices for your well-being versus you know being sold a a lie that's a lot of the things that diet culture does it sells yeah. you a an unmanageable and unattainable dream it's a lot i feel like it's that you know like in one way, I want to say that the diet industry and the understanding of it is getting a lot better. So I do mm. think companies are being like more, I think 
they're not so uh like it's not so tunnel vision like do you know yeah. what I mean? like you know people are you know I see fitness influencers for example like they're very careful with their language and like they the way they want to promote and they do want to be inclusive and have like different audiences that they cater to because it's not all about weight loss but I think like back in the day obviously when we were growing up it wasn't like that at all it was you need to look like this. These are the before and after pictures. You can lose yeah. weight. And this is the, the thing that I was essentially sold into. You know, I'd have these before and after pictures of myself. And, you know, I'd look at the before picture and I'd be like, oh, God, like that, that's, you know, I've lost some weight now. I look like that. How did I, I cannot ever look like that and the issue is when you do put on weight because we know that happens with diets like we 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 do put on the weight when you look back at though the the fact that you were essentially slimmer against this what your body now looks like again it makes you feel so crap about yourself and this is the issue this is the way like magazines were sold back then like if you didn't look anything like that person on the on the cover you weren't attractive Mm. Mm. It's so hard and it's so like, I said to one of my best friends actually, not that long ago, I said, you pay hundreds, if not thousands of pounds a year to basically not look like me. Like you will pay so much money into a gym membership, onto like health products, like everything not to look like. She was like, shit. Like I think that's really That's deep. I I remember you telling me that and I just was like, it's so think, true, to think of it like that but that is literally it like I do think like the people even around us who love us like I think who are in smaller bodies they just wouldn't know how to live in this body like they just wouldn't be able to cope I genuinely like because they that that we are often their worst fear that's the thing I was just about to say there's this fear of fat isn't there this yeah. fear that being fat is the worst thing you could possibly yeah. be and I find that so strange when people then go well you know the diet industry is just a diet and people are just doing it and I'm like no the fact that you fear it means that it's been literally sold to you as being bad like how can you not see that that's been the narrative that's created in your head that you feel so strongly about it that you would like you said Lauren spend all this money to try and not spending money so like things like a gym membership well that could be for anything couldn't it like i like i say i like working out <laughs> who's lying today Jesses. um <laughs> but do you know what i've started doing dancing with the kids like we have dance yeah. parties so i like movement do you know what i mean i yeah. don't necessarily yeah. like the gym but i like movement i do like going for walks i like moving my body i do have like i do some like online workouts but i tend to choose the like dancey ones the ones that feel good for me mm. so like that is different because for me that's my well-being but some people will only go for the sole purpose of making their body look different because in their mind if they look a certain way then that's that's not a good thing and then they can't understand why people then feel so self-conscious because they're quick to say to you but you look amazing babe yeah it's funny because I was on another podcast recently and I was talking to she's a fitness influencer called Tally Rye she's a really lovely girl actually so doing so much in the industry to be more inclusive and everything but I was trying to like talk to her about how we need to have kind of more I mean even talking to myself and reapproaching the way I address things is that we have to be understanding to the fact that it is actually hard living in our bodies when we're bigger and I mean, some people deal with it differently. Obviously, we've gone through, all three of us here have gone through a journey together to be able to learn how to navigate the world like this. And mm. we've become competent and we can we can handle like the trolls and the 
abuse. I mean, not always, but we are, we are, you know, we, you grow a thick skin to it, but a lot of people struggle with the everyday. Like there are some things that happen when you are bigger that, that do make life harder. Like, you know, the fear of being abused in the street, you know, not fitting on a chair in a, in a restaurant, mm-hmm. flying can be quite uncomfortable, you know, dealing with like, we were just joking around, but dealing with like family members who make fat mm-hmm. comments, you know, friends who make comments they don't mean to, but they actually really hurt. Like all of those things, that's what we're navigating. So I always try and think I will never judge someone for wanting to lose weight because I know what it feels like to live and navigate this world and how hostile it is to live in this world when you have, when you are bigger, because it's just not easy. And so I try and remain open-minded and try and think like, this is what we want to do much, so much with the confidence corner is make a space so we can talk about these issues. So people don't put themselves through dangerous situations on dangerous diets or mm. doing harmful things to their body instead of talk, being finding somewhere where they can talk about these things so they can feel safe. because that's something I never had growing up I never had a safe space to talk about stuff like that I went through so much of these well but all of us I'm sure have gone through so much stuff alone and it's just really sad it hurts me to know that there are other women who are not on are anywhere near feeling confident and still struggle to even just wear nice clothes like or go in a swimming suit like go to the pool like that I I someone messaged me being like there's no way I would go swimming in the UK they might go swimming in the in like abroad but they wouldn't go in the UK and like I know that because I used to be scared to go swimming in the UK as well so it's hard it's really hard totally get it like I I literally before I I feel like being in this industry and being within like this space and this community has been like like a huge change for me over the last like five six years I didn't have any plus size friends so all of my friends were literally like you know between a size six and a size 12 like I didn't have any friends above that so I never really had anyone to like have these conversations with and like now I look back and it's really funny because things that like and comments that affected me back then that I've only recently been able to speak about in terms of the language people would use and you know like using words like brave to describe like something you're wearing or you know just things like that have only I've only been able to like really understand how that made me feel now and why like why it's probably contributed to like the insecurities that I had growing up so yeah I totally I totally understand how it 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 was shocking to me when you said to me um Lauren when you came over in the summer when we did the BBC filming and then we went in my hot tub and I let I lent uh borrowed you is I borrowed you or lent I'm so I never get this way I lent I lent you whatever I always get it wrong I know what you mean you know know what what I mean mean. babes you know what I mean I gave you one of my swimsuits and you said I've never been able to do that before and yeah. I was like, and it's so true, like making friends and making plus size friends, like even I've got like a, a big group of uh, friends who live in America. And when I went on a big trip with them, it was for Gabby Fresh's like 10 year blogging anniversary. We went to Miami and it was like all of us is this amazing house. And it was so mad because it was the first time I've been able to share clothes with people. <laughs> like as in like we would like swap outfits and stuff. And it's like, 
It is mad because it's like it's crazy that we don't actually get to experience that when we grow no, up. No, that's what friends do. That's yeah. what we, and that's the um, that's the image of friendship and sisterhood that we have from watching films and that that idea that's created. You know, when you're with friends, you're going on a night out. Who's got a dress? Oh, can I borrow that? I'll borrow it. Mm. That's just what is the narrative of having that friendship circle and what friendship looks like. Just you know, a portion of it. Mm. So when that element is taken away, you can feel really isolated and feel really lonely even if you're in a room of loads of friends who are and and it's it's that really weird thing and i'm going back to what lauren said but it, you know everyone's going oh but you look amazing baby look amazing but none of them have eaten all week because they wanted to look how they uh, in their dress so i'm like uh so none of you would want to look like me but i look i look perfect as i am but what yeah. you're what you're doing your actions in wanting to you know not be the same size as me tell me that there is something wrong with me mm. even if you're telling me that I look great it's, I it's it's so difficult because it's like I do understand from like I've I've had so many discussions with my friends and I understand when like they might put on weight and their body feels different or like yeah. it's not how they normally feel and I totally appreciate that because you want to feel like yourself and if your body doesn't feel like it's normal self then I, I I get that I understand yeah. from a health perspective or whatever mm. but it is like you know the memes like I reposted a few things today because obviously um mm. yesterday was the day of you know BJ's announcement and the plan for us to come out of lockdown and essentially the amount of memes which have been circulating today oh, yeah. around you know people have put on weight and how we've got like four months to lose it and you know or just all of these ridiculously like fat shaming memes which are going to make anyone who is bigger than you know a size 14 or plus size or anyone that's put on weight and feels insecure it's going to make them feel like absolute shit Mm. but people just don't realize that they just think it's like a joke and it's and it's not when you've been dealing with this your whole life no do you know it's so funny the other day I was well I wasn't it was it was the other day we I brought up again but I once pointed out to Dan about how much how many fat phobic comments and jokes are in films and tv mm. and now he cannot unsee it and every time he's like oh my god like it's in everything yeah. every 90s yeah. film every friend's show every sex in the city every absolutely every tv show there's some sort of joke about being fat in there and yeah. it's just i mean literally there's a whole film made about what's the what's the one with Gwyneth Paltrow in it Shallow Howl Shallow Howl oh, oh my just god just like it's just like that was like imagine that, that watching was a, that. that was body shaming to on every level wasn't it because oh. it was like if if when she when she was fat essentially and I'm doing quotation marks she was but she was really lovely and and the whole point of that film was just so backwards because what they were saying was if you were ugly if you were fat if there was something but you were a really nice person but if you were beautiful you know societally standard wise beautiful then you were really horrible on the inside so it like body shamed and just was like everyone everyone was like attacked in that film to some degree so you're telling me supermodels are really awful people like no no but then are you telling me that everyone who's plus size is really kind no like it was just the most bizarre how that was even made yeah was made and 
had some huge names in it like huge massive names. massive famous people and that's it it's just it, like I, Dan was like saying like I, I and he I literally be like oh, another one and he'll be like just it's just and now the fact is that we both talked about it and he was like I've never noticed it like I never noticed it because until someone says to you like do you see how offensive and hurtful that is to basically be a person that's like like fat Monica used to really get me because I was like yeah saw myself in that a lot I don't know why just maybe it was the brunette hair I don't know but I just felt like the dancing like you know just the complete like a complete piss take but I also just think like even and even the distortion of what we understand as plus size in film and tv like why do we think Bridget Jones is plus size sorry yeah, oh, not she's like a size 12 <laughs> and then she um, came back didn't she and she did the third series and she she was like she said to them i'm not putting any weight on again and so no because she, she had to keep gaining weight and losing yeah, weight for these yeah girls. but oh, that can't have been great for her at all that must have been well awful. i mean that is actor's life but still i do but think even then i always find that so bizarre like just hire, yeah like just hire someone who fits that role in real life because i know yeah. c has done this big movie and she's done it all around someone who has autism but didn't hire an uh, an actor who like a, a real life actor who has autism didn't do it had an actor play someone who has and i find that so bizarre because why don't you just find people who fit the role that you're why does an actress have to gain weight to be in a role just find someone who's plus size who has the same skills there's no no one who couldn't act something there's always going to be an actor for everything do you know what yeah, I mean? and i find it so bizarre that they do that they uh, they've done it in um campaigns as well online it is so it's so funny and that's it that's the thing is like uh, again it's just it, like the society loves stereotypes that's literally it like as a society when you're born you wake up you learn right and you learn that everyone fits in their box and then that's it like it's like almost ingrained in some of the behaviors that we have and that's what I'm saying it doesn't necessarily make make people bad for these Mm -hmm. things because like I know that like my like Dan would never laugh at those things but he didn't notice it that doesn't make him a bad person it just it's just not aware yeah and that's the thing yeah and that is how it is and that's the thing like now we're in now we're at a point inside where people are able to like share more and they're actually being more open and I think like it's the openness and the sharing and the things like that we share which are more vulnerable. Like a few months ago, I took some time off. And when I came back, I spoke about how when I go offline and have anxiety, I struggle with like very basic things like getting changed, like, Mm. you know, showering, like brushing my teeth. Like, and I asked people to share the things that they struggle with. And it was, there was so many people who like sent anonymous messages of other things and the same things. And we spoke about it so openly and it was so affirming because it was like, we're all going through this, but none of us are talking about it. And like when we're in our deep, dark space, when we're struggling, like nobody is getting up every day when they're in the, in the depths of depression and putting on makeup and getting dressed and doing all these things. Like, I just think that's, but then it's in sharing it. And we actually put a post up on the conference corner, which says, I have to find it, but it was something like, like when you release shame, like when you give like shame a name, it releases the shame from it almost. It's like, yeah, it's just, and it was just such an important conversation that we, and that's the kind of thing we love to do on the confidence corner and why we started it because we've realized that there isn't a lot of space 
places where people can like especially plus size women like at the beginning when I started the confidence corner in 2016 before Lauren actually came on board I said the confidence corner is for everybody and I it, and all this sort of thing and it's as the time's gone on and Lauren and I have come together, we've decided that we want to direct this to be more of a plus size platform. And mm-hmm. we have had some feedback that, oh, we've noticed you're only using plus size women now or you're only sharing this or you're only sharing this point of view. Those types of and, bodies, right? Yeah, and we, we had a conversation on the phone the other day, didn't we, La? And we yeah. said, like, how do we navigate this? Because for us, we feel like they just there's enough spaces out there for people who are in living in normative bodies and there's not enough for plus size. So mm-hmm. we want to make, we do want to keep being inclusive to everybody, but we also want to make sure that the people that need us get us. Do you know what I mean? People have to get comfortable with not necessarily being left out, but not everything is for everyone. Exactly. And I think people have to get really comfortable with that because there are pages. So I did a really brilliant podcast episode with Karina, who is, is part of a, a foursome who run Black Mums Up Front, and it's a space about black motherhood. And yeah. people get a bean up on it. Well, white motherhood's just motherhood. No, there are countless spaces, and the whole motherhood industry is very much about white women. And this was just an opportunity for them to lift voices that don't get a platform as often or are in those spaces. Yeah. So the same thing that you're doing, this is a, about raising voices that don't get you know i can open a magazine watch a film and i will see a standard body a normal body that society deem as acceptable in society's world but you know and i can scroll through my my social media page and look at brand ads and and god knows what else and i will guarantee without a shadow of a doubt there will be a size 10 so say 8 to 12 white woman with blonde or brunette hair there's no doubt about it that's what I will see so it's okay for not everything to be for you and I think people have to get really comfortable with that and I know it's hard when they are struggling and you know they want a a safe space too but there are I've had to get comfortable with not everything being for me Mm. and and sometimes people have to allow that that this is it's okay to navigate that avenue for the confidence corner for it to be this safe space for you know this group of people that's not excluding anyone it's just creating more space for people who don't have enough space we I think as well like the thing is we wouldn't be able to do it as well as we want to do it if we try to make it for every single person and then we'd be you know if we were having a very open conversation and we were directing it at multiple people then I fear that those people who you know had been left out for so long or hadn't felt like they had a safe space actually wouldn't have that safe space if that yeah. makes sense and you dilute the message if you try and give it exactly. to too many people you know like it's it's really like like the body positivity movement now has been taken on by so many like more white slimmer women mm, now yeah. it wasn't started that way obviously no, not at all you know it was it was plus size black women who started the movement like and people was, in marginalized bodies that's yeah exactly and we can't like we can't reach every single person no we have to look at like who essentially who is who are the main people that are following Callie and I? Like, who, yeah. who are those people? Who are we currently empowering at the moment? Mm. And it is plus size women. But you can also both really talk from experience. And your experience yeah. as the women you are are women in plus size bodies, in bigger yeah. bodies. So that is where your, 
I don't want to say expertise, but that's where you're, where it, you're it, yeah, that's, that's where it lies. It. That's and your you know experience. What? It's going through this as like this journey that Lauren and I have gone on together, which was like, you know, we met after Lauren came back from working in New York for a year. And we spoke about like, like she spoke about wanting to get involved doing confidence stuff. And then I was like, well, I've got this page and I want to do something more with it. And then that's how we've sort of like birthed into like this thing we're doing together. And we did, we both like sat there and we've been going through so much stuff together and thinking about content we want to create, create the, the events, all of these sorts of things. And you know, the, the biggest thing we realized was, is that there isn't anyone else doing this. <laughs> so we're quite confident that we can, because we, we're not trying to make an anti-diet space. That's not what our space is about. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we want to cover diet culture in our thing, but there are spaces which are specifically related to like anti-diet culture and things like that. And that's not really us. Like we're on a, we, we want to welcome people on a journey of confidence just to where we started when we started our lives and what yeah. we do in this industry. And we want to make nice, fun spaces. Like I'm really passionate about the wellness side of things. Like Lauren's really passionate about kind of like the confidence element of it and being quite inspirational and quite motivational. Like I really love the idea of being more inclusive with wellness and movement is something I'm really on a journey with myself. And so, you know, that's, we've just realized that we could do so much if we put our heads together and, and as two people who are going through, who have been through and still going through similar situations and navigating that how we could actually make that into a really positive space. And we're really, honestly, we're so excited about it. There's There's so much, like literally we were, like, like Callie said, this literally started, it's mad to think this because we say all the time, we're like, have we only been this close for like, like literally a year and a half like, yeah, your friendship even... is so goals like I'm proper yeah. I'm looking at you both just <laughs> grinning at each other I'm like <laughs> I know it does we both said we talk to each other so much like we we speak 24 7 these days because we're all constantly like Holy yeah God. we'll have a meeting and then she'll call me after and then we'll speak <laughs> for another two hours after that and I'm like I really think we should like let, let's, we should let's have a break we should go now yeah honestly do- we miss, I think we really miss being together in real, like IRL. In yeah, real yeah. And it has been so difficult because like we started this, as Callie mentioned, like obviously I came back from New York and we were at, at an event and I just had this epiphany moment when I was in New York. I was like, when I saw a psychic and she was like, you're going to empower women and you're going to work for yourself. <laughs> and I hated my job. And I was like, yes, this is it. And then I saw Callie at, an event simply be event wasn't it be event and then I was like Callie I really want to do these confidence events but I know you've got the confidence corner I don't want to tread on your toes and you were like but I want to do these events and we were like let's do them together and then yeah. we had this like amazing four five months of um meeting each other a few times a week you know we shot content together it moved so quickly didn't it literally it moved so quickly and we got like a few brand partnerships and we did our first co-box event and then all of a sudden like everyone else we went into a pandemic and we were like Shit. we literally we can't we cut we can say now because it's over but we had a trip booked to the site uh, to the south of france was it south of france yeah south the south of france. France. we had a big chateau booked with like some it was absolutely <laughs> like the, that's gonna be amazing and we had the big brand collaboration in france yeah. it was it was everything it all fell through because of covid and then we had loads of events planned but you know we still managed to do lots of stuff we worked with john lewis this summer we did the bbc um news interview like we've yeah, done so well, much yeah. and we keep we keep thinking like there's so much we still want to do and like still want to develop this but i think like we realized that 
there, you know, a membership space would be a really amazing opportunity for us to forge some really interesting yeah. content and a space for people to come in and like, you know, you're going to join us, babes. You've got to come 100%. in. hundred percent. And it also makes it, it does babes. make it <laughs> inclusive for people who either, you know, can't travel to events when they do start back up or yeah. are in remote parts of the country, essentially could be global. Like it doesn't just, you yeah. then can include as many women. I'm speaking mm. it into your lives, guys. It's going to be global. Yeah. But you you having an online space, I think, allows for that because events aren't everyone's thing. I know I used to do events, <clears throat> I've done a show, and everyone was like, Can you do an online version? Because not everybody is comfortable or have people they can come with. Yeah. And and yeah. so there's a lot of nuances. And I know for a lot of people, social anxiety, especially when you're plus size, um, huge. can be huge. And so uh, creating an online space, for some, that is just like a safe haven. Like that is such yeah. a beautiful, yeah. accessible thing that and people can get to and have a chance to connect and then hopefully build their confidence with those connections yeah. that they make within that space. Exactly. And that's and that's exactly what we want to do because we want to connect other women. Like like Lauren said, like it's not, it is absolutely life-affirming to have plus-size friends when you're plus-size mm. because oh. you can you can relate to stuff you have someone to talk to like it makes things easier and so we want to connect women together and be like you know so and so lives in this area so and so lives in this area like you know you can hang out together you know and I it is like we both realize so much and I I definitely realize this is probably the most passionate I've been about a project in a very long time because it's like it's it's like a baby we've birthed kind of thing together. <laughs> it's like, it's like something we, but we both said that like when we, you know, we, we have like, we don't share a lot of it because it's all in the behind the scenes stages at the moment, but we have like meetings with, we've got a team of five yep. people working on this now. And six. so it, six, six people. So we are on meet, we're on calls at least twice a week. We're, you know, we're doing lots of stuff behind the, the scenes and, it's like it's hard some of it I'm like what does this mean what does that mean like I've no idea it's all a new thing and it's a completely new learning curve but like it feels like we're actually doing something worthwhile so that and like we both said that we wanted to have jobs and we I feel like I've always done enjoyed my job and and stuff like that but I do feel like more fulfilled about being able to give back to other people versus just just doing stuff on my social platform and and Lauren said the same and I do feel like we've got I do I do hope that people do consider joining because you know we want to make it special we want to make it unique and we want to make it you know something that's going to have longevity so that people can start to go on a journey together and yeah. you know actually find some inner peace some happiness oh my some, God. some joy some confidence and just find friendship as well yeah I think it's like we want to offer what we we've experienced ourselves and what you like, needed I yeah, think you're, what, exactly. as you're talking I'm like oh my gosh you were creating the space that we all needed at some we, point exactly mm. we never had like I remember just being like so lonely and felt like no one understood me and I had all of these now they seem trivial issues in in the sense like because Callie and I will talk about them and th- we'll laugh about them. But, you know, like even like talking about like, I don't know, fitting into certain clothes or like, you know, like now a co- like a common conversation throughout the summer is like, you know, your chub rub and things like yeah. that. And just like, <laughs> yeah. things like that that now seems so trivial now. But back then when I had no one to talk about, I was like, 
why is not why does no one else have these issues like what do you know what I mean like just providing that space because we've been through this like we know how with these women feel we know that it's it can be lonely and it can be really hard to navigate and like find self-acceptance it's not yeah you know you're not gonna come out of this and be like you need to love yourself blah blah blah. it's not about that it's about accepting yourself and knowing that you are worthy of respect of love from other people and to just find like happiness (laughs) you know what I said as well the biggest thing for me is this is about participation the one thing that's different with being um a viewer looking at a plus-size blogger or an influencer is that it's all about like sharing their lives like this part is one thing we have said is this group is not about me and Lauren it's about you when you join, this is about you and your journey. It's not about us. This is this is about. Obviously, we're going to like impart as much knowledge and information that we can. Like you know, there is no magic answer. That like this isn't the confidence corner. Join our group, you will be fixed. That's not how it is. It is literally this is a lifelong journey. This is just this. But well, I just think like hey, yeah, yeah, and we're going to take you along and be like when I started in 2012 and I absolutely despised myself and lived in black leggings and oversized clothes versus now where I wear absolutely wherever I want and I'm fine with it and sorry to say but just been on the cover of Cosmo can I just say yes um you know actually like thinking back to myself in high school I'd be like on the cover of Cosmo, are you actually having a laugh? I would have pissed myself laughing. I would not have believed it. <laughs> and I just want to say to women, like, this is not, I'm no one special. I'm no, spe- <sighs> I'm no, I'm no different to you. Like I'm one person. And the thing which got me was that like, it was actually being around other people and, and seeing other people bloom, like other bloggers and all that. And it wasn't, it, I always say this to my friends and so many of my personal friends, it's, it wasn't just seeing them have blogs that made me feel confident. It was becoming friends with them, being in situations with them, going to events with them. That's what changed it for me. And we realized that we want to give that to everybody because it's like, that is the key. That is literally mm-hmm. the key to it. It is community. That is what the key is. And I just think like having a private space, there's even more community than you can ever get on Instagram because on just Instagram alone, like, yes, we provide as much as we can on Instagram, but on Instagram alone, it it's, th- there's so many other distractions. Like in yeah. this community, so we're going to pull that space. Yeah. On Instagram, you're watching people. There's no, you can engage with influencers, et cetera, on their comments and stories, et cetera, but you're not a part of something. We want them to feel a part of something. I think now more than ever, that word community is so important, particularly while we've been so on, you know, online. So many people are so lonely and so detached from everything going on. Mm. So a community is something that we just feel is so necessary, like, to give people access like essentially virtually but also when we can again have events yeah. like IRL yeah because yeah, people we've, forget we've that, that even in a hyper-connected world it, you can feel loneliness that mm-hmm. is just what happens and Kelly you touched on this and I think it's so important that I, I I've been doing loads of, of reading and writing and stuff and one of the things that came up for me was that 
body confidence because people always assume that this whole journey is just about wearing a bikini on the beach and a big body and I'm like <laughs> no <laughs> that was like but that was that that was my yeah. my goal was I just want to be comfortable and I can wear be- no body confidence was actually now I have really got into it and been on this journey was a very small part of a self-love journey and a deeper journey about accepting who I am yeah. as I am and and the wearing you know a bikini or wearing what I want was actually a really small part of it and I know that might be a bigger part for everyone but actually it fell into place when I you know stopped worrying about what I was wearing and actually really thought about who who is Jess uh, yeah and what does Absolutely. Jess deserve and and that whole sense of community like you said it was about being around people who not only could I relate to on a physical level but were able to make me feel supported and listen to mm. and Absolutely. and I was heard. Someone heard what I was saying yeah. Yeah. and took that in and took a moment to say, whoa, okay, what, what do you need right now? Let me hold space for you. Yeah. And it's those moments that that build you up to think, actually, I am worth, you know, I feel yeah. I feel good because someone, I'm being heard and I can say what I want and own how I feel and be yeah. honest about that without the shame or the exactly. guilt. The shame and guilt are two friends that, whoo, they have mm. followed me around for time. <laughs> and, um, that's a, and that's the thing, even when, when it comes to like, even things like we want to advocate for like, talking about things like advocating for people's health as in like how to go to the doctors and ask for help and support and how to put boundaries in place so they don't treat you like shit. For Mm -hmm. example, if you go to the doctors and they refuse to give you treatment, make sure you tell them, can you put down in the record that you refuse me treatment? And I tell you now, they won't then because this is Mm -hmm. the thing. There's all these different things that we want to do but also like there have been times I've come out of the doctor's absolutely hysterical crying having feeling so awful having been really badly mistreated and had gone home only to talk to Dan and and thankfully I feel very grateful I have Dan because he's he's an incredible support but not everybody has a loving partner and that's something like especially Lauren wants to take this on a lot talking about you know the journey of dating relationships sex Mm. body image all of this is going to be it's not just going to be like confidence we're going in we're going deep all of that encompasses this bigger picture yeah because how do you navigate all of those things when you can't talk about them with anybody how do you find the confidence or the space to say to a friend okay so you know i'm a a plump girl and he Mm. wants me get on top but i don't want to kill no one like how do you navigate that conversation <laughs> if he dies he dies <laughs> what a way to go babes what a way to go do you know what i mean but how do you Literally. like in a really practical sense like how do you talk about the movement of your body in yeah. a, a sexual environment when yeah. you're not sure what to do and you haven't got anyone who has a similar body to you that can say okay do you know what practical thing this position is great mm. or this works or this stuff. Mm-hmm. it sounds so silly but those are all that's, things and that's literally about. what i want to talk about and the thing is is like we know that instagram is not the perhaps not the right forum for everybody for that because i'm quite a bit of a, i'm actually quite shy me would you believe it um when it comes to stuff like that i am a bit like but i actually will happily tell people like i'm dying to tell the stories but in the private members group do you yeah. know what I mean? yeah. like yeah it's, it's just, nobody it's, wants to be saying that to 150k people Gally. Like, <laughs> Gally's like, uh, no it's just it's just like i just think oh my god my fab some of my family are on there i can't imagine like talking about getting on christmas top, time really. like i saw that post Gally. <laughs> oh, no. do you not always think that though like i don't know if you guys ever i, I mean like 
I just always think of like my mum and I'm like what, my mum watching my stories and I'm like <laughs> you know sometimes like, I'll always get I'll get approached to do like sex toy like ads and stuff like yeah. that but I know my mum watches my story every day she will in the past she will sit there and watch my story while I'm sitting on oh gosh and I just I'm like I can't do you know what I I'm trying to get past that though because I do think that like it is literally part of like health and well-being like I don't think I think female sexuality and female pleasure is something that we I know I've got to work on that because I know I struggle with that that's like I there's nothing wrong with it Mm. I just you know when you come from a it's it's a different thing for different people isn't it like I've got approached by loads of like brands for like lady toys and lady pleasure and I've always said no and that's not because I'm against it or not because I don't believe women should be empowered but it's like I can't work with Lego one day in the next day. <laughs> I'm like, uh, like that's just not what my page for yeah. me personally. It's just something I don't share. That's fine. And, you know, I'm well more than happy to encourage my friend and be like, honey, love, honey, I've got 10% off. Go do your thing. Like, it's no, <laughs> no, no. But there are certain things that people wa- will and want to share publicly because we forget it's public. It's public. Like, mm that's the reality of it and yeah. so that's that's the joy of having a private space yeah you can be more open and free to to have those discussions confidentially Absolutely. exactly and, and be able to share because it's not necessarily something that you know everyone's going to want to tell no and yeah. that's the thing like when people are responding and like on Instagram they might they might be really engaged in something we're saying but they feel like they can't contribute because they don't want to share themselves on a public forum yeah. so that's what I mean like we're just trying to cater to people like exactly what you said like people who have social anxiety people who have you know all these things and so we just know we do have like I do think it's gonna be incredible like I'm so excited for it you made it, me excited I'm I like, know I'm like we'll get you in there babes you can come in I'm, I'm, I'm so in. excited but like VIP you can be one of our VIPs babes yeah Yeah, I just it is it is really exciting to like know that we have got this vision and like I just it just feels good to know that we are carving a corner of the internet which is which is just gonna be good I love that little get that corner word in there um just because yeah we just and I I feel like good was a uh underwhelming there good it's gonna be amazing yeah innovative it's it's for me and just on everything you've said and what's been so beautiful is listening to how excited you both are because that for me is everything you know when someone's really they do it and they're not doing it for anything other than just wanting to be what they needed themselves yeah and that is such a beautiful thing and it's just so lovely and so exciting yeah. to listen to you both be so excited about it Honestly, we and can't I'm like come excited. on let's go I know bring it on I Honestly, know. it feels like it's if it's been it's been in the works for such a long long time like it's been solidly like we've work, worked on this well over a year now so it's like it feels so near yet so far if that makes sense yeah. it's just what it but I do everything, I everything feel, feels so everything, near but so oh, far exactly. right now <laughs> even a Nando's honestly oh literally god. I'm just oh my god I'm I like, can't wait till I can go to Nando's and just take one of those little cockatoos <laughs> on my table <laughs> I thought, oh where's she going with this? I was like, like I li- yeah, what's this part going? of the conversation? Lord, <laughs> <laughs> you're like cockatoo. No, I was like, I- oh, let's go Nando's and get some cock. We're like, Lauren. <laughs> How'd you have it, Lauren? I actually think that's hot and spicy. <laughs> 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 Action hot. 
Uh, I actually, I'm so embarrassing, uh, but I, my favorite thing in Nando's and like, it's actually on the secret menu, but they, they haven't got it on takeaway at the moment. I just want to say, um, Nando's, if you're listening, um, can you get, <laughs> it's, pe- it's Perry Flamer. Have you ever had it? It's called, right. pe- they've got something called a Perry Tamer, which is basically oh, just yeah. barbecue yeah. sauce. Who has that? No one has that. that yeah. That. Well, I've, I've, I've been getting that lately with a medium on the side because I, I like it quite saucy, but usually I go for a Perry Flamer, which is spicy barbecue. Oh, secret man. menu. Secret Drop menu. Those gems. Listen, Listen. Secret menu. She's gonna have a black car for Nando's. <laughs> Ring me, Nando's. <laughs> you call me. Yeah, they cut it, honestly, it's spicy barbecue. It's absolutely literally top Perry, ten. Perry flavor. All right. Perry flavor. But it doesn't at the moment they're not doing on takeaway. Thank and I've literally know. asked them like a thing and they go, sorry, it's a limited menu. Right, 21st of June. What makes me laugh is we've We've talked about all of this and we're like encouraging everyone to be empowered. And the only thing people are going to take from this is they're going to go Nando's Perry Flamer. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, look, if that's all you got that's from fine. this chat, do you know that's what? That's fine. I'm happy with it. I'm actually happy take with it. Take what you need. Take what Literally, you need. Season exactly. chicken, take what you need. That's fine. <laughs> Hashtag Nando's ambassador. <laughs> do you know oh, what I mean? I would, that's when I know I've made it. If I get a Nando's black card, I'm out of here. I'm off. <laughs> Like I literally, that'll be when I've made it. Honestly, never That's mind right, Cosmo we'll front get, cover. Don't care we'll, about that. We'll get one. We'll get a confidence. The confidence. I will literally <laughs> die if I got Nando. I'm obsessed. I'm an, I Greg do love Nando's. Oh, Dan. Uh, Dan's the king of Greg's. He absolutely loves Greg's. What's your Greg's order though? Oh, Please. sausage roll. No, bean and cheese melt. Just a sausage mm. roll. You don't get anything else. I get, oh, of course I, I do. Get, so I get a sausage oh. roll, then I get a yum yum. <laughs> Come on, it's me. Um, and I really like Tottenham cake. Because that's oh, like Tottenham cake is lovely. hot custard. Mm. Oh, sausage, oh. sausage and bean melt. Sausage and bean melt. No, see, I don't like that texture. No thanks. No. I get a tandoori chicken baguette. Sorry, but don't come for me because they are actually lush. No tandoori chicken baguette. I actually love the iceberg lettuce in there. I'm I'm so firmly against iceberg, iceberg lettuce. Yeah, usually, iceberg but... lettuce and the tuna crunch is good. Yeah, too. see what I'm saying. Just like that cold feeling. Mm. Tandoori chicken meal and then a sausage roll on the side um i've i do, if they have tottenham cake i will get tottenham cake i don't i'm not big on um, donuts and yum yums and all that can't be bothered with it uh, not into it i will go next door to subway <laughs> and get the cookie <laughs> literally go cookie. from every fast food outlet on the road <laughs> not one of them does everything good though that's no, the i know the thing is Sub- subway do absolutely superior oatmeal cookies like they're absolutely 10 out of 10 oh, the smart the, the, the smart no. ones the candy ones no this is the thing this is the one thing we i don't think we agree on as food we many many th- many many times like, i literally love spicy all types of spicy foods asian yeah, love it. every time i want to like last time i went for a meal with lauren we went to a ramen place and she was like I'm not, it's not for me. I was like, this is no, the best. No, I do bit. like, I do, no, do you know what it is? I do like ramen and I do like Thai and, oh, but I just, it's not, you know, it's just, not, it's not the one that tickles my pickle a lot. What's yours? <laughs> Bur- what's yours? You said burger and chips. No, okay, that makes me sound so fucking shit. And- what <laughs> <laughs> tickles your pickle, Lauren? I'm not going to lie. Like, if my last meal on earth would be a burger, but the best burger yeah. ever. Like, I'm such a fan of In-N-Out Burger. I don't know if you've had one. In- I've had In-N-Out Burger, yeah. yeah. I haven't. Oh, oh, my gosh. Best thing. I don't... I wouldn't say it's the best thing, though. I will I will say that. No, no you're no. cancelling. But, Callie, I do you, like it. you do so much cooking. You share so much. I love cooking. Food and travel. Your food always looks so good actually quick question has anyone done the feta pasta i've done like seventy five thousand times i'm not doing it i'm not 
I've refused so to. Times. Do you like it? Oh, it's so nice. But I've I done know. it a bit differently. So I did mine with mushroom, spinach, tomatoes, grilled chicken. Like oh, I, did, fair I enough. did a bit I more. F- I feel like you did more. I'm not, I I feel strongly about feta being the wrong cheese in that dish. They. I feel like a mascarpone, a ricotta. I've seen someone do a ricotta and a burrata and they've been really nice. Or even just a bourgeois. What's it called? Bourgeois? A bourgeois. Bousson. Someone's done a bousson. A bousson. I just called it bourgeois. Like the bourgeois bloody lipstick (laughs) or something. Check that in there. Isn't that the bronzer and the blush we did when we were 15? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, (laughs) put that in there. No, sorry. Absolutely. Bourgeois. Uh, Velvet Rouge are my favourite lipsticks. (laughs) Oh, Sorry. Don't put it in the pasta dish so They did it in those It was those little round ones that had the tiny little curved brush That's bourgeois, isn't it? Yeah well, I don't know, but they do amazing lipsticks <laughs> we're not, Don't worry, we're not dissing your lipsticks We're just talking about pasta <laughs> right? getting really get Don't come for my lipstick No, but I'm against the pasta dish I'm going to try it with butternut squash and feta With hot honey Oh, someone's done honey. Yeah, someone honey did that. Them. I saw that, but I, I'm also like solidly only live on TikTok now. That's yeah, I, that's I, the problem. TikTok is absolutely. I literally spend my evenings just watching TikToks, rolling around, my screaming, laughing. What about, like my what about burrata and pesto. Sorry, I'm just love burrata. Yeah, burrata and pesto, and then maybe absolutely phenomenal with tomatoes. And then maybe some. Uh, oh my god, what pine nuts on top. Mm, phenomenal see what, that's what I'm saying the feta to me is not a melted cheese I was very I made a very strong commitment on stories about this I said like I just feel like it's wrong and uh, it was nice because I like quite a salty cheese like I quite oh, like that so I love a salty cheese day, but I like it in a salad really or nice. with watermelon but like it is the hill I will die on like I don't <laughs> Like I just can't I I mean I literally love food so much and so I don't know I love cooking although I'm not actually obsessed with gusto lately like i'm really oh, into gusto Me yeah too. just because i haven't got a I, I can cook like three i do a three day or a four day gusto and then the rest of the time i'll do my if home cooking anyone if anyone wants my code feel free to dm me and I'll if anyone wants my code DM me. <laughs> me, me. no you i i joking i i don't have a i don't know what my code is i think I'll, I'll i throw you. everything away i throw everything if you want, away if you, want gusto, you get money off your first one okay oh you can have it i'll let you go on Oh, I could literally talk to you two all night. This has been—I've <laughs> had such a long day yeah. and such a hard day, and this has just been the best end. I know oh, it's been so been nice, so nice. Thank you, honestly. It has been us. so good. So, nice. just to close off, I'm going to ask yeah. you just your and and obviously the podcast is called "Say It with Your Whole Chest," and it's the the thing that you stand by. And I'm uh, Kelly. You can't talk about feta cheese, but like. <laughs> I'm going to say it with my whole chest that you should yeah. not you do the feta cheese pasta. <laughs> and, but what is the thing that you do say with your whole chest? And it's the thing that you stand really firmly on and believe really strongly on. Um, what would be your say it with the whole chest moment? Lauren, you go first. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> you no know pressure. What? Oh, this is, this is a really, like, Callie always says I'm literally so positive, like, ridiculously. But I firmly believe and that you can absolutely do anything that you want to do but I think you can make absolutely anything happen and I so firmly believe that and I think everyone is so capable of being the person they want to be and can do absolutely any goal that they have in life and I and I truly wholeheartedly believe that I love that amazing 
I think my state with Hill Chess would be that we need to move past this idea that what we look like and what shape we are has any relationship or adds any value to who we are as people. Mm. And we need to start respecting that everyone is different and that our bodies change and they will continue to change through our life. And it doesn't actually matter. It's the substance of your life. It's the people around it. It's the people, it's the things, it's the jobs, it's the happy moments. That's what defines you. It's not the size of clothes you wear. (laughs) And I'm like, I just wish I'd have known that a lot sooner because it changed the, the course and perception of my life, knowing that no matter what happens, if I die tomorrow, I know that I did my absolute best and I showed up even when I felt scared, even when I was embarrassed, even when I didn't like myself, I still showed up as myself because it doesn't matter about how big I am or what size clothes I wear. I'm still a, I'm still a good person. And that's, I want everyone to feel like that. Oh, that. What a way to end, man. Damn. Beautiful. We're like, and, we're and we're just like... <laughs> and just no feta cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that is the pepper. hill you're going to die. Kelly's that like, way. listen. <laughs> no feta cheese pasta. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for sharing. So I'm going to link all the details to both your pages and the Confidence Corner below so people know exactly where thank to find you. you. Bye. Thank you so much, my love. Thank you. Thank you.